Welcome to Rewatch, where TV comes back to life. We're going to watch or rewatch some TV and then talk about it. Except not this episode, because we have to introduce ourselves. You don't even know who I am. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'll, I, the, the, the bit I just played for you was extremely pre-recorded, so we can hard smash into awkward introductions like this. Hello, okay. everyone. <laughs> Uh, I'm Eric Basso, uh, uh, and I produce Rewatch, not Rewatch the podcast. I just found out a matter of hours ago that officially, <laughs> with all the hundreds and hundreds of Rewatch podcasts out there, uh, with a, the search engine optimization, no one <laughs> had bothered to, to squat on the Rewatch. So welcome to Rewatch. Uh, who am I with right now? I am Cody, and uh, the joke is that I'm a pickle and a podcaster, Morty. Ah, great. Funniest damn thing I've ever heard in my entire life. (laughs) (laughs) Weren't you worried about your own podcast being too much white guys? (laughs) You open with the Rick and Morty reference? (laughs) It is television, I guess. Excellent. And I am the Cajun Cribbler, Cody Laveau also known as the Cajun Cowboy Cody Laveau, as I am a legitimate cowboy, and uh, also currently the Cajun Courier Cody Laveau, as I am doing my service, uh, running goods around to uh, old people and just uh, those that are too afraid to leave their house. So uh, any of those three is uh, a currently acceptable title in these desperate times. Absolutely. You're a courier now. And, and, and you guys were giving me guff for all my uh, Death Stranding ramblings for our uh, Best of 2019 podcast for uh, laser style. <laughs> yeah, uh, to be fair, I probably should have uh, paid more attention to that because uh, it turns out those skills could have been a lot more useful to me in the in uh, my uh, current sort of job that I'm I'm doing during the crisis. Right. What? That's got worked. Well, um, I guess I should say that I am a uh, videographer by trade, but a filmmaker by whatever. In my soul, I'm a filmmaker, and it has definitely um, colored how I watch. Uh, especially television, um, because I sort of uh, treat everything I watch as homework uh, in that I'm seeing what works and what doesn't work. And uh, the uh, perspective you gain once you've finished a TV show all the way through and started it again, um, uh, it's it's a really it's really eye opening to uh, some of the uh, the artistry that's out there. Um, so uh, I just wanted to do this quick intro pod to, uh, yeah, get get the introductions out there and uh, give you guys an idea of what rewatch is all about. Um, we've got the two Codys with us. We've got Engineer Cody, uh, proprietor of the uh, Laser Style. Now, do you call? Do you consider that a network? <laughs> Yeah, the, the the laser style network of podcast uh, question mark the singular podcast. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, I do uh, I do pod, uh, the laser style podcast, which is the Laser Time Community uh, podcast, and uh, that that's uh, where I've we, I've actually podcasted with both these fine gentlemen on that program. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I I'm actually probably going to be like the 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 
the least useful person on this show because I've actually not <laughs> watched any of these shows that, that everyone talks about as being great. Uh, it's just, it's just been one of those things that like, I've never had HBO in my entire adult life. You know, like <laughs> it was one of those things that, you know, you saw the ads for it and like, I don't know, just, it was never a thing. And, and, uh, you know, going to junior high and high school is when my parents completely cut cable. And so, um, only recently have I been getting into uh, prestige-ish television, and uh, it's you know it's something that I've really enjoyed, and I'm I'm looking forward to uh, um, kind of going through with you guys, you guys doing a rewatch, and me doing a fresh, uh, you know, eyes wide shut style uh, push through of this. <laughs> uh, you know, like like I I'll it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Uh, how you guys explain things to me without spoiling everything. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then we've got our our uh, Deadwood uh, co-hosts, uh, Cody number. No, I can't. I can't divide you guys into number one and two. So, Engineer Cody and Ah, you're fine. He's 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 Cody A if you like. <laughs> Cody A. All yes. right, Cody A and Cody one. Cody one. <laughs> What's what's your relationship with the the prestige drama and uh, why specifically uh, Deadwood? Are, are are do you feel uh, close to that show and uh, have some a unique insight? Well, um, it's a show that I remember uh, following when it first came out. Um, it came out when I first went to college, which I believe was uh, two thousand five. Right? Does that sound oh uh, four oh five somewhere in there? So I was actually watching the series as it came out. And um, just really, really drawn to it. And it didn't seem like anybody I knew uh, was really into it. Uh, Westerns um, kind of still aren't. Well, I guess they, they're, they're sort of coming back into vogue. Uh, thanks in a big part to Red Dead and, and, and uh, Westworld mm-hmm. and, and a few other things. But um, they've never really been uh, the top form of entertainment. Although they did used to be, uh, you know, like all the way back in... You know, like way back in uh, in the day, it was sort of like uh, the way that superhero movies are now. Westerns were the tits. Yeah, Everybody yeah. was super in, into them. And I love those old Westerns. Uh, you know, the man that shot Liberty Valance and the uh, Searchers and Unforgiven and so, so on and so on. Um, but you're lucky in any given year for you to get one maybe – if you're lucky, two good westerns per year, and you really got to look for them. Uh, they are very rarely front and center uh, in c- cinema, so I've kind of always had to seek them out. And uh, when Deadwood came out, it was my jam because it had mm. it, it was it was both the classic western and also the modern day or you know modern day at the time, but still very modern sort of um, take on it, where it's ultra gritty ultra realistic violence and tons and tons of swearing i will no doubt um i'll I'll profess my love for the mastery and i and the the artfulness of the word cocksucker it is absolutely it is beautiful cocksucker cocksuckers cocksucker Cocksuckers, 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 cocksuckers. I was going to ask about that because, uh, you know, I, 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 wrote, I watched the first episode of Deadwood <laughs> uh, and I was like, 
man, they are just slinging around cocksucker like it's like it's just <laughs> nothing. Like, is that a thing? Like, it's they, they, beautiful. Is it is it just a sweary place? I, I guess. I mean, with it, the name like, Deadwood. Historically, uh, it's actually inaccurate because like the swears they used back then were actually goldermed, goldarned, like. The, the, the Some of it ebonics was, of swears like, like yeah, has it, evolved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, although some of them are like there's uh, there there are terms that are much older than you think they are. Uh, like prick, prick was used back then. Right. Bust yeah. a cap was was around back then. If if you can believe that. Uh, so yeah, there's some stuff that is sort of anachronistic and some stuff that that is true there, and they took plenty of license with it. But just beautiful use of swearing, and yeah, and then go, and then going back to this series um, as a cowboy. Now I actually uh, will be celebrating my one year working as a a professional paid cowboy. Uh, that'll be coming up uh, next week. Actually, wow. now that I think about it, you know, and I and I, so and I wear the hat and I ride fences and do and do the the real deal kind you, of thing now i know that the cowboys here what's that so so i've got a question I was gonna say you, you i've got a question are, are yeah. cowboys like jehovah's witnesses where they like don't celebrate birthdays or uh do you have like a special cowboy birthday you know i should i should have my very special cowboy birthday it's very easy to remember because it's april fool's day um which is, oh, wow. which is kind which, which oh, is kind geez. of funny. So I'll never forget the number of years oh. I've been a cowboy <laughs> just based on that. But um yeah, I mean not to my knowledge. I mean there's all kinds of different codes and um various customs varying by 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 which ranch that you work at. And um albeit this show doesn't actually involve a whole lot of Cowboys per se, but that sort of Western lore, I'm very much a part of. I get to be a part of that history and live through it. And other guys that were taming the West, I get to do a little bit of that in the modern day. And I'm a sucker for it. I'm going to have so many songs to reference back to. We are going to listen to some Michael Martin Murphy and some Marty Robbins and some Coulter Wall. Because there's a song that goes towards pretty much any of this stuff. Um so Coulter Wall is fantastic. Little... Oh, he has a great song about Wild Bill, right? Oh yeah, no Coulter Wall like oh yeah is like, such a great yeah. oh it's perfect for this type of like I could see him in the soundtrack for this show and it would be mm. not out of place at all. Uh, I saw him live Cody. about a month ago actually. Uh, what what is what is your um, familiarity with the true history of like some of the characters that we meet in Ted? Actually, quite a bit. I've uh, I've read a bit on the subject, um, um, both just internet articles and then a few books also that I will have to pull off the shelf and dust off and look back at um, just to sort of cross reference back in that. Um, but I actually know a bunch of history just about this town in general, and they picked sort of the perfect place um, because so much, um, so much history just uh, converged there. Um, it was a rare kind of moment in time where Wild Bill and a uh, Calamity Jane and Charlie Utter and um, yeah, all these like 
all these characters just sort of showed up in in this camp out in the uh, Indian territory and just started panning for gold and so much history happened in this place and they add a little bit to it but it's kind of shocking how much of this stuff actually did happen like in real life and that's just what's just fascinating and then and then when you look back and you go well this is a really interesting story a lot of it isn't a story i mean like or it's it's not it's not a fiction story this is a lot of real stuff that was going on over the course of just a few years and it's just remarkable um so i mean this 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 hits really deep as far as um i think i really started to read into it while i was watching the show itself and it just floored me on how much of it was was real yeah down to the names on the uh, the mailboxes and everything i've got a great um coffee table book uh, that Milch Ooh. wrote himself and like he's he's the, the, the guy the the creator of, of Deadwood is a crazy motherfucker man like he's he's like oh, a yeah. a, fu- a functioning heroin addict for like 30 years of his life and like all this uh well we, we can uh, get into it at a at a later date um Neither of you have seen the other big show, the other big rewatch community's favorite, <laughs> uh, The Sopranos. I, I have not seen it yet. Nope, have not seen it yet. And uh, I, I mean, th- I guess the only uh, question I, I I can ask somebody in this situation is uh, how are you are you aware of? Uh, the the big uh, debate surrounding this show and uh, <laughs> uh oh man how to even phrase it do you know how it ends i do know how it ends but it's just because it's been referenced so many times right but it's just it's sort of the rosebud of it you know like even yeah. if you've never seen the yeah i mean like so i i know what it is but i have no context to put it in at all Right, right, and I think that's why the ending of that show is so effective, is because it, it sort of forces you to make a decision about what you just saw, and not in a cheap uh, Inception sort of way where they are deliberately ambiguous and pretend like our authorial intent doesn't exist. Like, uh, I, I think. Um, the ending of Sopranos is the exception that that proves the rule there, and just the the Italian culture and the food and talk about Ebonics, some of the the slang, like the the the, the Sopranos, I think is um, most successful in its world building um, because it it happens like. I think it was season two or season three that 9-11 happened, like, during the shows, like, you know, trying to say something about uh, society, like, right as society was changing. And, like, the the show feels like three or four different kinds of TV shows at, at, at points, just and it's because it's such a good reflection of society i think yada 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 whatever we've got a whole podcast to uh (laughs) to to explore those 
themes. So, um, mm. yeah, anything else you guys feel necessary to, to say to, to introduce yourselves and what you want to accomplish with this? Um, so one thing that I do want to, I, I, you know, like I said, I've never watched a lot of these types of shows, but, um, you know, hearing Cody talk about a lot of the, uh, just like the motifs of, of like having a very cool and present, uh, uh, Western is something that really fascinates me. So I grew up in Simi Valley, California, uh, which is home, Mm. which is home to, uh, the Corrigan, Corriganville movie ranch. Um, it's, it's right in the Santa Susana pass and, um, it's most famously known for that was the area that they filmed the intro to the Lone Ranger. Um, and, and so there's, they, they filmed a lot of, uh, movies in that area, you know, a lot of John Wayne pictures and stuff like that. So like, I actually have like a root in like old Western movies, you know, from just being in that area and watching Five O goes West and, and uh, you know the the episode of Winnie the Pooh where there's the horse thieves that the, they were horse thieves, um, and uh, like the, <laughs> so like I don't know I just have like this weird rooting in westerns and like uh, I, I recently uh, before I got kicked off my Netflix uh, was uh, rewatched Godless which is a I'd say a prestige TV level um, western. And like it's actually made me watching the first episode of Deadwood made me like really excited to see like another version of that, and so like I'm very excited right. for this. Uh, Godless was mm. beautiful and and very well shot, and I I think had a, a little bit of some some pacing issues, but um, I think that was our first post Red Dead Western because the uh, I, I I think there's no question as to that video game franchise's you know importance to to the genre and its uh resurgence um jonathan nolan you know talks about being a huge gamer and he's he's the one who uh uh started uh westworld with his uh creative partner and um westworld is in itself kind of a live action video game um, I remember I yeah. went to South by one year and there was that activation that went uh, that went viral. Got to find a new word for that. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> where they basically hired a bunch of actors to act like robots, to act like <laughs> old Western timey people. So like <laughs> it was the trippiest shit I ever done. You're just walking around this like Hollywood set to like old West town and like all these like caricature actors like playing like <laughs> all these all the Western tropes. Uh, and then, <laughs> you know, like they'll glitch and they'll like say the same thing twice or like. You can say freeze all motor functions or whatever the phrase is from the show and they'll like freeze and stuff. And uh, yeah, I, th- I think um, Westerns, um, I mean, we talked about it so much just now because you, you, uh, you, you guys are, are one of our Cody's has, has seen Deadwood before. But um, The Sopranos even uh, acknowledges uh, in the show uh, one of the times, one of the many times where they discuss uh, (laughs) uh, the social justice uh, issues of Italian Americans and how they're perceived and portrayed in the media. 
one of the uh, characters expressed that um, mob movies are kind of like Western movies and superhero movies. And like they were, it hmm. was just the thing to do when, when it was popular. So um, that's about it here. What, one thing that's funny, of what, like what you, were, what you were saying about the Sopranos is most of my Sopranos references I got from the Good Feathers in Animaniacs. I don't laugh, guys. I just want to be a tough bird, you know, like you, Pesto. What do you mean by that? Well, I said you're tough, that's all. You're saying I'm an overdone piece of meat? Is that what you're saying? What am I, a plate of dry steak butt meat here to amuse you? No, I didn't say that. I, I just said you're tough. I am tough? Yeah. I'm tough. Yeah, you're tough. That's it. <laughs> you know, so I was running oh, around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was running around <laughs> nice. quoting things that I know are, you know, I know now from just cultural exposure are Sopranos references, and like I was just running around as as a as a knucklehead seven year old, just you know you know parroting Animaniacs and. And yeah, so it's it's been definitely seeping into my skull, uh, definitely. But uh, I, I'm excited to actually watch it now. Uh, just an editor's note here: uh, that cartoon is totally referencing uh, Goodfellas or Casino. They're similar. It's one of those. I'm going. I'm trying to find this post I have here. That has all the different uh, possibilities uh, of shows we can do here. I, I I can do this off the top of my head. I don't need to do this. Um, uh, Mad Men, Twin Peaks, BoJack Horseman. Um, we're we're still uh, finalizing our our third our third show. We're starting um, our our two uh, main tracks are Deadwood and uh, The Sopranos. And then we're going to cover a third show, which may or may not be on a Patreon feed. Engineer Cody, I might need to <laughs> have you help me set that up. Um, uh, but, um, oh man, Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Any show on HBO, really, The Leftovers. We will definitely reach out to you the community which means basically my friends or your friends or the laser time community <laughs> facebook page and and find out uh, what you guys are interested in and um other than that stay safe and yeah if, if we're doing all hbo shows could can i petition to do the uh the flight of the concords tv show oh my <laughs> god that shows the reason why i have sideburns my friend <laughs> uh yeah we're we're uh comedy is weird but like uh i would totally do flight of the concords if not just <laughs> a a one-off episode or the life and times of tim <laughs> criminally underrated uh hbo animated comedy we should do oh mr show then i would pitch oz um just because that show starts off um pretty reasonable <laughs> and you and and you can watch it slowly <laughs> jump the shark um up until the point by i think season five where they take pills to age themselves so they can get out of prison early <laughs> so it is ridiculous Oh, and if you've ever been curious about seeing Chris Maloney's dick, you get to see. Oh it yeah, kind of everybody, a lot. everybody's kind dick of a lot. in that show. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean yeah, and and uh, yeah, there's it's it's like if somebody's gay fan fiction came to life, it would be Oz. <laughs> 
And I mean right. that in the best way possible. Cause that show and then the guy with dreads is... from Lost met with the whiplash drum instructor, except he was a Nazi, and then they had to go through the... <laughs> that show is crazy, oh, man. Oh, he's terrifying. I, I mean, J.K. Simmons <laughs> is terrifying in that. But, yeah, I mean, I, I could talk about Oz a lot. It would probably not... Like, if you put it to vote, no one's going to vote for that show. No, but I, I wanted to bring up Oz because nobody ever talks about it, and they should. Because that, that show is ridiculous. And there's that great Arrested Development bit about George Michael watching that show because he thought it was a Wizard of Oz like musical type. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did like that one uh, SNL Seinfeld bit where Jerry gets sent to Oz. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, <laughs> that was like right between like nineties and two thousands. That was that was. A, I remember when I saw that video. I'm like, when when am I? Jerry Seinfeld is still relevant, right. but Oz is still on the air. Oz. But this is an HD right. and like. <laughs> I I, th- I think it was right after the show ended, like right like like right after Seinfeld ended, which would have been like ninety nine, right? Which I think would have been like season two of Oz. So I think it just it barely overlapped, like like right there, because like because the gang from Seinfeld got sent to jail for one year, and so they were able to kind of cross reference that Man, um, SNL would just honestly. that's that's probably where the the Berenstein Berenstain the Mandela effect crossed over. That's that's the point in time where like all the shit started changing and like, oh, oh, we live in a, a strange world. Uh, yeah. Guys, let's record uh, some more episodes. Let's Have do it. Have a good night. Rewatch is produced by Eric Basso. That's me. Uh, this episode edited by Cody Smith. Our opening theme is by Basic Printer. It's the instrumental version of the track Asleep. If you're cool like them, subscribe to us on your podcatcher and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at rewatch underscore pod. And hey, tell your friends but only the ones who watch TV. Stay tuned for introductions from the Mad Men and Sopranos teams. Bye!